And welcome, my friends, to the Rise to the Top, the uh, number one show for mediapreneurs. I'm David Seitman Garland, sponsored by our good friends at Carbonite Online Backup and Go To Meeting by Citrix Online. But you know what? You probably know all that stuff. Welcome to the show, my friends. I am fighting through a little bit of a cold today, so I felt like, what the heck is wrong with David's voice due to the cold? So here's the thing. Nothing is worse than when you put a product service coaching program, whatever together, and then your offer kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your funnel and your offer kind of suck. And what happens is you could be stuck with this very, very cool product, service, program, whatever, but you're not getting buyers because your offer isn't that great. So I went out there and found a guy. Actually, he found me. I'll tell you about that story in a second. Brian Delaney, he's the creator of a really cool program called The Perfect funnel system. You can check it out, perfectfunnelsystem.com. And basically, he's a master of, you know, looking at your funnel and, and seeing how it all works, like so that you can launch things correctly and, and get them done. Now, the funny thing was, Brian contacted me, actually, when I was coming out with Create Awesome Interviews, my online course. And he said, hey, I got some suggestions. And I said, alrighty then. So he sent me some suggestions and it helped improve everything. And so I said, all right, we got to get you on the show. So in today's episode, we go over some key mistakes people make and how you can make a much more compelling, high converting winning offer online with Brian Delaney. So enjoy this coming up right now. Now, before we get started, got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. And I want to thank you in advance for you know patronizing and, and, and trying these free trials with our sponsors because it's what keeps the rise to the top free. So here's the thing, Carbonite, the better online backup plan, automatic backup. That's the best part about it. You don't have to worry about it. There's nothing like, you know, I have to, oh, race home and back up the computer. It's, it's done for you automatically. So here's what you got to do if you want to check this out. The rise to the top.com slash carbonite, no credit card required, free trial, and then promo code rise will get you two free bonus months with purchase if you decide to get a plan, which is just 59 bucks a year. So check that out, the rise top.com slash carbonite. And our good friends at GoToMeeting by Citrix Online. You know, a lot of people know about GoToMeeting, you know, great way for collaboration and doing your online meetings. Less people know that you can do it with online video, but yes, you can. You could go face-to-face -face with online video. And even less people, what I want to let you know about is that you can do it with your iPad. So how cool is that? You can do face-to-face -face meetings with your iPad via GoToMeeting. Check it out. Download the app in the App Store, then head over to GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and the promo code RISE and you'll get 45-day free trial as opposed to a 30-day free trial. So that's a good deal. And finally, the Talk to the Top is just around the corner, my friends. This is the online event to help you grow your audience and make the bling bling. Just around the corner, I want to tell you about a featured speaker today. 13 amazing speakers. One of my favorites is Pat Flynn. He's from Smart Passive Income. He's going to be doing a session on how to earn real money from your online content, passive income strategies. And if you don't know Pat, Pat is the master of creating passive income. You know, money while you sleep, money that doesn't require dollars for hours, that kind of stuff. So he's going to show you how to leverage your media platform. So your blog, your web show, your online videos to create more of that passive income all coming up at the Talk to the Top. So grab your ticket. We're over 60% sold out at thetalktothetop.com. And now here is the interview with Brian. Enjoy. All right, folks, so joined today by Brian Delaney in the house, coming up from what, San, uh, San Diego? That's right, coming from sunny San Diego. With a sunny, friendly headset that you have going on there. You like that, right? I like the headset. <laughs> I'm digging it, man. So today we're going to talk a lot about uh, 
the elements of a high converting winning offer. That's going to be a big thing that we're talking about. And it's interesting because I believe you reached out uh, God, a while back. Um, and I think you were asking me some questions about my funnel and some suggestions. I can't remember exactly how we started, but my, my question to you kind of as we get started here, what got you so excited about funnels? Like, why, why do we care about this? Like, why do you care about this as, right. as we, as we kind of get into this, just to give us sort of like a 60,000 foot view? Sure. So go back five years ago when I first started online, I was trying to figure out, I was still at college. I was finishing my marketing degree at Liberty University, and I was trying to figure out, um, my buddy told me about making money online. Right. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. I joined uh, a 30-day challenge to make your first dollar online. Went on first seven days, made 750 bucks. It was really cool. But what happened was I, I got a mentor um, who was doing a lot of affiliate marketing with around product launches. And he was, you know, he was making like $50,000 on this product launch and on that product launch. And so I started to pay attention because I realized that he was making a lot of money with product launches, but the owners were making a lot more money. Like he was making a fraction of what they were making. So that's when I really got introduced into to funnels and into the entire like basically the entire user experience of you know when the visitor lands on the website and goes to that experience and I realized that there were the top launches the top most successful launches they did things a little differently than most people were doing and so I I would say going back like five years ago when I started online that was when I first got introduced to funnels and then I got more intimately involved when I moved to Aspen Colorado and started basically developing out my own funnels. I got real intimate with it because I, you know, I had to create my own funnels at that point. Right, and so obviously what you've learned there for kind of comes from number one, learning it. Number mm -hmm. two, what, your, your own experiences and kind of, uh, you know, your different launches to kind of see what happens and, and you've sort of put together um, some keys to this. Uh, and, and, and the first thing that you mentioned here, and I'm, I'm curious what you have to say about this, is you say that you you have to have a compelling and irresistible offer mm -hmm. by stacking the odds in your favor. So, so mm -hmm. what what the heck do you mean by that? Okay, so a lot of us are jaded when it comes to entering your information these days into you know getting you know newsletters are old. You know that was like five years ago. Right. Some people are still doing it, but newsletters are kind of old. Not many people want that, so I wouldn't consider that an irresistible offer. Something for me that's irresistible is something that's exciting, that's new, um, something that is going to help me automate my business or something that's going to allow me to get more done faster, right? be more efficient. So something that's irresistible really is something that I don't even, like, I don't even think about entering my information. I'm just like, okay. I want that. I want to check out what that is right now. Now, are you thinking, and by the way, just, just give us a little context here. Are we talking about the offer that's getting people to opt in? Is that what that's we're right. on? That's right. Okay. So, so basically, we're talking about when you go to a page and there's the dude on the, or the girl on the video or whatever it is and, and says, enter your, so we're talking about email as currency at this point, right? And, you're, that's and right. basically what you're saying is that, you know what? that crap's not going to cut it anymore where you're just like, hey, guys, enter your email and get the newsletter. Like you're saying that you have to have something good. Um, what are some examples of some things that you've seen or have done either way, seen or done, yeah. that, that do seem that like you're like, oh, God, that drew, that drew my attention. Was it a video? Was it a template? Like what, what kind mm -hmm. of stuff has gotten you, if you will? Yeah, so like free software, I mean – let's say free software or a free plugin or even a free WordPress theme. I mean, that's, 
a pretty irresistible offer. If you're if you do marketing online or you're, you're into into internet marketing, then that's pretty irresistible. Or or one of the hottest ones like recently is enter to win. Let's say an iPad or oh, enter to win a Kindle. Oh, I mean okay. that's yeah. yeah contests are super irresistible. You okay. Know? Okay, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, like here's something that I've noticed um, when I opt in, and mm -hmm. also something I've experimented with myself as well um, that maybe people can learn from is uh, you know. I wanted to avoid the things that you see out there where not only is it not a newsletter, but also like, you know, get my list of like the 297,000 ways to like improve your business that you're never going to go through. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because you're just like, I'm just not going to do that, bottom line. But what yep. I'm noticing is more and more opt-ins to videos. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I yep. mean? A, a free sure. video training, a... Uh, uh, a, a recording of a webinar, a something like that that hopefully adds immediate value. And then mm -hmm. I kind of use that for a launch I did for Create Awesome Interviews, my product, and it seemed to do very well. Have you noticed? Is that is that just definitely, me or is that a yeah. trend? That's definitely a trend. So web, you, you mentioned two things. So webinars, that's one of the that's an irresistible sort of like a, that's a money magnet is what we call it. It's a money magnet. People enjoy webinars. They enjoy that experience. But also, when I consult with other people to roll out their own, you know, lead capture pages, we talk about giving away free videos that are what that are implementable, basically results driven and immediately implementable. Okay, got so, it. Got it. And, and right and, on. And so, Perfect. and so, what is one way people can maybe improve that funnel? Let's just say, I don't know. We'll make up a product. Um, let, let's just say someone's got a. Uh, I don't know why I always do random fitness examples or dog <laughs> examples, which makes no sense. So I'm going to choose a different one. We're going to say that this is a uh, a product that teaches you how to shoot harder in hockey. Okay. Okay. Just all right. All right. So it's 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 the ultimate hockey shoot harder system or whatever. Okay. Score yeah, yeah. goals, shoot harder, whatever it might be. Yeah. Let's say that this person is building their first ever, you know, page for the for this case. And their goal is they want to get emails, they want to go into that launch. What advice would you give them? Would you say, okay, just screw that, you know, and then maybe the thinking newsletter, like how would you how would you approach that? Would you take some content out of the product and use that? Well what kind of ways? Because I think people get yeah. confused as to what should I quote unquote give away versus right. what should I keep in my product. That makes sense. So what I would do is I would take like three tips or four strategies for hitting the puck harder, mm -hmm. right? And then I'd bundle that into a, a free video series where you can actually see them or see you doing the video training in terms of whatever that outcome is, which is in this case to hit the puck harder, right? Right. So, so then so that page would be all – it would be to sell the opt-in on getting these free videos. So I, what I would do is I would showcase – maybe three videos, maybe in the form of a 3D player. So people really know, okay, I'm getting, this is what I'm going to get, right? Mm -hmm. So really showcasing what you get and more so what it's going to do for you as well. So those, those are two different elements that are on the page that people, are, when they land, they're like, okay, I know what I get and this is going to help me shoot harder or hit the puck further or faster or whatever. Right, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because I think um, that's one of the, the key things I see is that if it's tip-based, people are going to want it. Yeah. If it's not, if it's just fluffy crap, uh, people really don't. And so, you know, I think a, a good way to look at that too is when you do your product, you also have to consider what are some of the tips that I'm gonna be giving away in, in these this kind of pre period. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's said to give away some of your best content up front. 
and that's the general rule of thumb is give away some of your awesome content that's going to help basically get people to know, like, and trust you more before they end up buying from you. So in that stage where they're on your lead capture page, you have to figure, let's say there's a thousand people that land on your page over a month period of time. Let's just hypothetically say that. They're not all, they're, these people are not all going to know, like, and trust you. So the whole point of the videos are to help them, really for you to develop that relationship with them so that when it comes time to spending money, they, you know, they're, 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 you're more of a friend to them. Right, yeah, and and I, and I think that you know we we've obviously moved away from those days where you just throw it up and you and then you hope that someone buys. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and you go in there and you're so focused on that. Have you noticed also for sort of as long as we're on this topic of opt-ins, I think it's so such an important topic that that people overlook a lot. Um, some people say, you know what? This all depends on a lot of different factors, right? It depends on your relationship with your people that you're going to be promoting to, but it also depends. Some people will say on the price point of what your product is. So people might say that if you're going to sell a, let's just for the sake of argument, say lower end product, which could be $47.97, somewhere in there. Some people would argue $500 is a low end product. That's a whole other story. But let's just say you have a lower end product versus a higher end product, which in this case, let's just call it $500, $1,000, $2,000, something like that. Have you noticed that there's a difference in how people should approach opt-ins depending on the price of the product? How they should approach opt-ins in terms of how meaning, they should approach like, capturing this. Meaning like, let's say it's a lower-end product. Do I not even need to worry about it? Should I just try to sell people right away? Or should I still have a similar process of, you know, oh, you know, opt-in for something free? Yeah, I think there should always be some type of lead capture because the relationship, I mean, the whole purpose of capturing the lead, the sole purpose is to develop a relationship with the prospect. And... I mean, if you think from a traditional sales perspective, they say that it takes seven touches before someone, before a cold prospect is willing to do business with you. So seven touches, I mean, there's really no way to do that if they land right on your offer, you know, to then just go ahead and then drop that cash. I mean, you're going to get a percentage conversion rate. There's definitely going to be there. It might be 1% or whatever. It might be half a percent. But there's you have a better chance of selling more stuff if you capture that lead and then have a, a good nurture campaign or you develop that relationship through proper follow-up right that makes sense i mean actually an example someone told me once which i loved was uh it's sort of like if you're going to the bar and trying to have sex with someone right (laughs) and you just walked up to a million people and just said would you have sex with me (laughs) there's a chance at some point someone might say yes (laughs) you know what i mean which is sort of the equivalent of someone just landing on the page and buying but is that really a great system you know what I mean? Where you're <laughs> right. now pissing off 99% of the world. You know, some would argue. Exactly. Some would argue it's worth it, but that, that's a whole other story. Uh, in that's that true. case, but no, that, that that makes a lot of sense for me. And before we get into kind of, we're going to talk a little about social proof and things like that. Have you noticed when it comes to uh, launching? So we got your course, you've got your system, whatever you're you're about to sell to people. Um, you mentioned that seven touches type right. thing. Um, is that a literal rule? I mean, have you seen that? Because a lot of times what I'm seeing now is a multiple video series or a few different mm-hmm. things, and then there's sort of like the offer comes. I mean, what are some ways that we can build better relationships with that list that just came in for that free stuff before we, before we have an offer for them? Yeah, so the seven's not really literal because if you look at a launch, you figure you opt in and then you're seeing over the course of, say, five or seven days, you're seeing like three or four videos. So really, it boils down to frequency of that interaction or that user experience, right? 
So if the user's watching the video and watching all of the videos during that launch process, then they're more likely to buy. People that aren't buying, they're just opting in and dropping off, checking it out, but then they're leaving, right? So there's proper follow-up for people that aren't basically the people that, during a launch, the traditional sales style launch where you opt in, you get those, you know, three or four videos. The relationships built in the video. It's actually built in the videos. You know right. what I mean? Right. And the follow-up is right. just to get back, get to the atten get the attention of the people who may not have watched those videos, may have dipped out for whatever reason. I mean, life comes up. People have reasons that they can't go and watch the video right now because everyone's busy. Um, so that the purpose of that really is to get back in contact and get back the ma get the message in front of the, the you know the prospect. Yeah, and that's why you probably see a lot of repeating a lot of that stuff because people say you know assume that not everyone's going to watch everything. So that's a whole other story there. Right. But the big thing is like, it's like imagine going to a party and, you know, the more time you spend with people, you know, the more that you're going to you're going to create new friendships, more bonds, more relationships, the more people are going to like you at the party. If you just come in and start pitching your stuff, you know. Right. Not good. Not good. Not just like good. we just said. <laughs> just like you said, the guy at the bar. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's talk a little bit about kind of um, your second big concept here. Um, and that is the, the difference between... Uh, proof and social proof, uh, and why these are important, yet they're different, and they're also very get very confused in people's mind. Yeah, absolutely, definitely, they get they're definitely confused. Proof and social proof. So proof is like testimonials, right? So that's proof. It's like citations, like sources. Okay, so it's like physical proof of you know what your system has been able to do, or what your products like, have been able like to do. Like I took Jim's uh, shoot puck harder class. And I increased 20 miles per hour on my last test, and I've had uh, 10, 10 more goals than I had last year or something like that. Exactly. That would be an example of proof. Now, where social proof comes into play, social proof is more like uh, MailChimp does this. So they do over 1.8 million people use MailChimp to power their email marketing. Or um, I know I have some examples here, like basically like uh, Crazy Egg. You ever heard of Crazy Egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a metric company, right? Like, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil, Neil, uh, Neil Patel involved with that. Yep. Yeah, really cool site, really cool brand. And what they do, so they say, basically, they say fifty thousand plus small businesses and entrepreneurs worldwide, mm -hmm. trusted by over fifty thousand. So that's that's considered social proof. It's like I use it in my marketing. I say, like top marketers and brands who roll out perfect funnels, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's. I use it. Um, you can use it in terms of earnings, and like ClickBank does, clients paid out over two point one billion dollars. Right. So that's I mean, that's a good. I mean, I've seen on. Uh, you know, I see a lot of times on a uh, offer to join something like mm -hmm. join thirty thousand people on this special list of whatever it might be that's getting weekly tips or God knows what. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I recently stumbled upon. I, I use Basecamp for project management. Yep. And uh, it was interesting to see what they were doing. But they, last week, here's one of their headlines, was last week 14,432 companies kicked off new projects. Right, and, and that's like a crazy number. Now, But here's a question. Right. Is there sort of a – and I understand you got to use that in your marketing mm -hmm. where you can. Right, where if you can. If you don't have it – I'm not talking about newbies per se. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I think a lot of our audience isn't necessarily new. They're growing. Um, if you're not at those numbers yet, though, where you're like, you know, over six people served, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. is there like, 
Is there sort of like a fine line of like, don't quite use this yet. Try find something else before you definitely. Like, hit a no- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you figured they had to start somewhere too, right? I mean, when Mailchimp started, right? They never, they don't, they didn't have two million people using their thing, and Crazy Egg didn't have over fifty thousand small businesses. So you definitely, um, you know, that that that's where you can do it is like, okay, so you can include for the social proof, you can incorporate like your social, your Facebook button, right, or a Facebook button. It says like it says the number of people that like it. Right, and so you can sort of play with that. That's that's an area that you can play with. Testimonials or or proof of your offer. I mean, that's you kind of need to have something there. You know, even if it's small, like even if you only have like three people that have something awesome to say about your product or your service. Um, social pr- or that's proof. That's good. In- I mean, that's good. I mean, if you have anyone, right? If you have anyone, right? So just to, just get that up. But always, what I say to people that I teach and I talk to is like basically always be collecting testimonials yeah you know, like testimonials is one of those things where it's like you always want to be capturing those things yeah that makes sense and for and just kind of across the board speaking generally here let's say you've got some proof one way or the other you got proof mm-hmm. and then you have some social proof as well let's just say whatever that might be are there places where people are missing out where maybe they should be strategically placing the stuff on their site somewhere that they're just not thinking of? Like, are they, should it be on the opt-in page? Should it be, I mean, is there any yeah. kind of rules of thumb that you've seen that are kind of uh, important when it comes to this stuff that people yeah. decide on? Yeah, definitely important on the opt-in page to incorporate some of the elements of, uh, of high-converting winning offers. So you don't want to go overkill, though. I mean, I've seen it where it's like it's just plastered everywhere. So there's an there's an elegant way of doing it, I think. And if you look at some of the top brands, like if you look at like you look at Mailchimp, you look at Crazy Egg. I mean, they have great examples. If you look at like Mint.com, like if you look at some of those sites, you see that they have them placed strategically. But there's only a few, right? And Crazy Egg did a great job. They combined two different elements in the one little box. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this little box, and it says Crazy Egg is trusted by, and then has eBay, Dell, Zappos, Amazon. And fifty thousand small businesses entrepreneurs worldwide. So not only did they they basically added credibility factors, which is like one of the elements, right. and then they also added the social proof. Okay. So that was smart. So if you can combine it with the thing is, is you want to be you want it to be elegant and sort of kind of like blend in. You don't want it to stand out like a sore thumb. You don't want all these elements to stand out like a sore thumb, because you want your especially on your lead capture page, you want your offer. To be the one, the thing that stands out, like what they get, you want that to stand out, right? So you, so you, that stuff. you want it to be like kind of the, you want you kind of want it a little bit of the window dressing a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want it to be the thing, you want it to be a little yeah. bit of this spices it up a little bit and adds a little little percentage to it. Okay, that, that exactly, makes sense. yeah, and you can blend it in too, so that you know I've seen logos where they're kind of grayed out, right? Yeah, actually, I think uh, Marie Forleo just did that on her, was it Rich Happy and Hot Beast yeah. launch? There was like a video, great video on the page. Your only yeah. option was, you know, to opt in for some free videos on the right. And yeah. below it, I think she had some uh, traditional media social proof. Maybe there was like a Forbes and stuff like that. But as you said, right, it wasn't like all these colors coming at you because it took away from the video. They were all kind of gray and a little bit transparent. But I thought, yeah. so that's probably why because she didn't want to take away from Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. She does an awesome job with branding. So that's an awesome example. All right. So uh, third thing we're getting into here is talk about instant credibility and leveraging the media in less than twenty four hours from now. Uh, big subject. I'm also very passionate about. What the heck are we talking about here? 
Cool, man. So credibility is like, you know, you've seen it as seen, like as featured on, right? right. I mean, you have right. that on your site or in the media. Okay. And so a lot of people think that this is something that they can't take advantage of because they haven't been seen in the media or they haven't been asked to go on the, the news yet. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I would say the fastest way to do it is to roll out a press release. Okay? okay, you can use something like PR Web. This is kind of one of the things that we do, and we, we teach other people to do it as well. So you can feature a press release. And the key to doing it is to do back-to-back -back press releases. So you do like three in a row. So okay. like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. You bang it out, and then you leverage. Here's what we do: we leverage the first one on the second one. We write about in this one. We write about this one, right? <laughs> where and based on where it was picked up, right? So we we've done one where like picked up by like CBS Money Watch and, and then Fox. And then this one was actually picked up by Yahoo News. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Right and, then there, you, and then you say, oh, this as seen in Yahoo News, da 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 da, da or whatever. Right, exactly. Okay. So then you can say, so then you can, now that your site has been seen on Yahoo News and Fox or whatever, whatever, there's a lot of sites that pick up news. Okay, right? okay. So yeah. interesting. So, all right. So use PR Web, which basically is a yep. way to what submitted to a lot of different places, right? Right, exactly. Okay. So, PR Web, you just submit your press release, and then a lot of other news directories and sites pick they'll pick it up from that. Okay, so for peeps that are watching this, that maybe uh, they've got a product coming out, let's just mm -hmm. say, or or something they're hoping to get a little bit of, of love on. Um, have mm -hmm. you learned any you know best practices or any tips when it comes to kind of taking that press release approach of uh, you know whether it's like oh you know come up with some research statistics or find something like that. Like what, have you noticed anything that works better than something else? We do showcase statistics on, the, so we do leverage statistics in our, in our marketing. And we also try to implement the elements of a high converting winning offer as well throughout that press release. Again, it's not to go overkill, but it's to complement the press release or the product release, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have, my, my thing is that for some sites, we, we try to do press releases like as much as possible because it also gives us a, a, an SEO benefit as well. So we're not just getting the press release to get out and get the exposure of the, of the media and the news, but we're also using that as a way to boost our search engine rankings too. Okay, cool. So I didn't even, has a lot of long-term benefit. This is a very interesting strategy because you know if you, if you read anything out there, not anything, but a lot of stuff that people are like, don't do press releases. Press releases are dead. You're not going to worry about it. And then you start hearing about from people that are getting real results from it, like yourself, where you're like, yeah, we put them out and it, and it gets picked up. And, you know, so whatever. Are, totally. we, is that, are we kind of missing that potential marketing opportunity there? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, generally, when someone says something's dead, it's they're missing something. Right, like podcasting oh. was dead like six years ago or something. Right, yeah. right. People probably still think podcasting's dead. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. You know, they're like, oh, that's old, old school, but it's coming around now. Um, again, you know, so it's interesting to see how things come up. And even with Google, stuff that worked a couple years ago and then died has come back. So it's real interesting. Press releases definitely work, and they're definitely, you should definitely leverage them. My thing is, what I tell people is, if you're going to use it, when you do PR web, the best strategy is to hit it a couple times right off the bat because you'll get it's very interesting if you look at the statistics afterwards it's all about the same product release but it's back to back with different headlines and a little bit of the copy changed as well and then you'll see different sites will pick it up 
Oh, and cool. Then you, cool. Yeah, and then cool. you can use that in your marketing. You know, you again, you only need like two or three or maybe three or four different places that picked you up, and that'll give you credibility, in, pretty much instant credibility. For sure. With your landing page, even little a little iconic logo of where you've been featured in the news recently. Right, and and actually, one thing I think just to conceptualize this with people, because I think we're gonna get the the wheels turning. People now know where to go to submit, and I think what they might struggle with a little bit is coming up with the uh, sort the of topic. Uh, yeah, forget the format. The format's a whole other story. But like sort of the the topic that they should create their press release on. So for yeah. you, when you're doing your, your your product, like you mentioned, like your perfect funnel system, um, what was sort of your, for lack of a better term, PR topic that you decided to go for? Was it about, yeah. you know, how much money people are making online? Like what like what was sort of your um, hook for lack of, that, that, that you could, and I'm hoping that maybe we could learn from that one and yeah, yeah. think about it in your own so, brain. So what we did is we lev- we leveraged the the launch of a live workshop okay. that we're doing here in okay. San Diego. So we basically leveraged that live workshop and then showcased our successful students and the results that they experienced bef- by implementing the perfect funnel system in their business. I right? see. So sort of like workshop increases students, you know, sales by five hundred percent or something like that. Yeah, something know. along those yeah. lines. Well, I think what we used was. Um, you know, one of the examples was a guy who who basically didn't have any products. He wanted to start his own coaching program, and then he went on in the first ninety days generated over one hundred fifty thousand dollars. And so we showcased how one of our successful students went on to generating over one hundred fifty thousand two hundred eight dollars. Specifics are important. One hundred fifty thousand two hundred eight dollars in less than ninety days with no list, no product, no technical skills, that kind of thing. Oh, very cool. And so yeah, yeah. so I'm thinking like back to our like random example of our hockey guy. He might uh, do something like, you know, new grip increases slap shots by 20% or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what That's I mean? a good headline, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> new grip increases speed of slap shots by 20% or something like that. So I just want to get that because I, I feel like people are going to get that and then be like, I don't really know where to, but you got to find your hook. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. You definitely got to find your hook. You have to know who your perfect customer is. When you know who your perfect customer is, then you can appeal to what their, you know, what their needs are, what they're looking to experience. Like what, what, what is it that they want? If you, once you know that, you know, it's, you, you can come up with some headlines that are pretty compelling. Very cool. And you've done this. I mean, you've been on CBS Money Watch, Yahoo News, Fox, San Diego Tribune, many more I've got here on your little list. There's your, there's your little, uh, little proof right there. Um, yep. Now, two more little subjects we're going we're gonna to go on and, and hop on each one for a few minutes. Okay. One is about, uh, and again, this is right up my alley. This is something that I'm, again, very, very passionate about, um, is building huge communities of raving fans. Um, and you mentioned that you can do this in less than six months or at least get going with this. Uh, mm-hmm. What's been your experience with this and, and what are some, some of your uh, insights here? Yeah, absolutely. So... That's something we talk about in like in the perfect funnel system. It's like how to basically turn a lead from a buyer and then a buyer into a raving fan. Right. A lot of people drop the ball when it comes to they they're just looking to create leads and buyers, but then they leave out the the whole no, next step, which is raving fans. And raving fans is really where it's at. I mean, that's the name of the game is people that are virally sharing or or just passionate about what it is that you're doing. And so, what what I what I tell my people when it comes to creating raving fans is just doing small things differently. You know, like one example is we call every buyer who buys products from us or services from us, we call every single one just to say, we want to thank you and what, what, help us learn more about your business and how we can help you take it to the next level. Cool. Like 
I mean, who does that, you know? Like, not many people do that anymore. It's like, you know, they just don't take the time yeah. or even think about it. Yeah, it, you know? yeah, that's a great example. Like, I remember um, one of my mentors is Ryan Lee, mm -hmm. you know? And Ryan, when I was launching my first uh, really big product, it was like the day of, like, first sales, right? Like, so it's like chaos, right? It's like shenanigans. <laughs> I'm like naked. Like, you know, it's like out of control, right? And Ryan's like, ooh, you know what you should be doing today? He's like, I want you to send a personal email to every single person that buys and thank them and just, you know, whatever you need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, great, Ryan. Now I have to see. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what I need today. But did that, of course. Yeah. And I think that stuff has a positive effect. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I mean, who knows what that, that did for you. You implemented his advice, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. I did it every yeah. single one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was crazy. I mean, launch day is absolutely insane when you have sales flying in. But when you do that, you those are the people that go on and, and sign up for your affiliate program and and then share your products and services with other people. Right. You know? Exactly. So, what are some other kind of examples that take people from sort of uh, buyer, yeah, like buyer guy girl mm -hmm. to raving fan? What What are some other? Because that's a great yeah, example of the yeah, yeah. Phone so call. Another one would be to over like over deliver. I mean, that's that's a huge, you know, delivering a lot more value than they were even expecting to receive and giving them just awesome stuff, you know, or one of the things that we do is basically, you know, shipping free stuff to your customers. Like little presents or little, little presents. Like, yeah. yeah. You can use, there's a number of different programs out there you can use to send out like, you know, little gift baskets or, or set a little, little thing of brownies or, or whatever, something that tastes good. And I mean, that goes a long way. I mean, I don't know. I've bought a lot of products in the past five years doing the internet marketing now, and it's like, you know, ever. I mean, even even from even from affiliate programs. I mean, how many times do you get someone to send you, uh, you know, a gift basket or? or I, think, I, I think everyone should send me a gift basket. If you're watching, I know, right? right? I've done it. I, think <laughs> I want. I expect like 15 gift baskets now. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, companies that we've generated like over six figures for, and they're just, eh, all you get is a check, you know? Right. Right. No. No. What's interesting, though, you mentioned this earlier, and, I, and this was smart that you mentioned this uh, on this kind of part of the conversation about the fans, is that a lot of people do this in a different order than you mentioned also, is that they go stranger to fan of content or something like that, you know, that, that brings them in, hopefully turn into a raving fan, then turn into a customer later on but you're saying but you're kind of the way that you gave an example and I think it's smarter for those that actually want to make money um, <laughs> is that you turn you're, you're basically saying stranger buyer mm -hmm. hopefully super fan right exactly yeah that that is the process so it's it, so you have yeah you have you have basically random Joe right or right, random, random area out Great there example random just Joe. a random person visiting that has no clue who you are and then you have you have you're you're developing a relationship with them. You're building trust. They're they're, com they're becoming to know you. At that part in the part process, they're they might be like liking your fan page. They might be watching your videos. At that point, you're all. I mean, that's a, that's the courting stage. You know, mm -hmm. that's like. I mean, they may be watching your episodes, right? But they don't. They haven't bought anything from you yet. Right. So, at that point, they're just they're still just a. They're just a random person that's checking you out. You know, they're they're becoming a friend of yours, and then once they become a friend, they're bought, and then they buy, and then and then that's the point where you can go on, and then then they become raving fans, and then raving fans. I mean, you know what they do. I mean, they'll they'll share your stuff on 
social media, they'll send it out to their list, and, th- and they won't even think about signing up for your affiliate program. They're like, I'm just going to promote this because I like, I like, you right. know, I like Joe or I like Mary or I like, you know, I like Brian or whatever. Right. And so basically, those kind of things go hand in hand. It's like building a community and getting the raving fans. Um, any other sort of things you've seen from your experience that work well? Like I think you mentioned uh, just kind of our final tip here, if you will, or tips. Um, you mentioned kind of that personal touch, um, which I think is very important, which you, which you talked about. You talked about kind of the element of over-delivery, which mm-hmm. is critical, which could be a bonus. It could just be that, you know, something more, whatever. And then you also talked about some, like, offline touches that you mentioned of, of a, just, mm-hmm. an, again, an element of surprise of saying, hey, you guys are customers and you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, you know, anything else that we can add on to that list that maybe people could take away and, and implement right away? I think it's uh, being accessible as well. Like one of the things that we add to a lot of our websites is live chat. Mm-hmm. And it's because we want to be tra- as transparent as possible with people that are, are you know, coming to our, coming to our experience. I, I view my, I view the website, I view our website and our sales funnels. I view them all as experiences, and so when I, when I'm thinking about my sales funnel, my processes, I'm thinking, okay, how can I deliver an awesome user experience? You know, like Starbucks, like they obviously sell five dollar cups of coffee all day long because people recognize that that brand is associated with a cool environment and a cool experience. But a lot of people don't take that same concept. I'm, I'm saying take that concept over to your online experience. If you have a website and you're yeah. trying to sell, take it over, and you'll real, you'll realize that that alone will create raving fans. I mean, that alone will create people that are raving fans. People don't want to feel like they want to feel they want to feel inspired when they land on your website. They want to feel like this is cool. They want to feel that their life may be a little bit easier now that they've come into you. You know, they landed on your website. At least that's what I find is well. When I find something that I really like, it's really cool. It makes my life easier. It's like it's like a breath of fresh air. Right, right. And actually on that note, a lot of people get intimidated by that sort of uh, customer service uh, aspect of it, meaning like that you got to – like now they're sitting there freaking out thinking I'm going to have to sit here <laughs> on chat all day and like talk to people. Is that like – I mean is it little legitimately you? Do you have people that you hire to do that? Like how does that kind of work? Well, I have someone that – yeah, I have someone that, that takes – that just has live chat up on their computer while they're doing other tasks. And so they handle live chat. And when the live chat comes in, they handle the questions. And if there's ever a tough question, then they just he calls me. But right, because the thing is, I just don't want people to freak out because I know what happens with a lot of us, if you will, is yeah. people that have brands where they're yeah. very much in front of the brand, like their face. Mm-hmm. Then they have a tendency to make that mistake, which we've all made, which is me equals I have to do every single thing myself, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. that's of course we want to <laughs> not do that because you will. Burn out in about seven minutes if you try to pull that off. Yeah, you don't want to throw another hat on. You don't want to put the customer support hat on too. So you definitely don't want to do that. You don't want to add another hat because I'm sure you're already wearing enough. Right, right, <laughs> Most right. Most entrepreneurs wearing too many hats. So you definitely don't want to put that hat on. You want to outsource that hat. And you can outsource it for very, very low, low cost. And in the beginning, I mean, I don't know how many traffic, you know, many visitors or traffic you're getting, but it won't be overwhelming at first. And a lot of people, I mean, you know, for that live chat experience, a lot of people are just surprised. And we even put our phone number up there on our websites. And it's funny. People will call and they'll be like, oh, I just wanted to see if you were actually – there was someone here. Yeah, I've heard that actually lately. I've talked to uh, – I just spoke with Allie Brown and I spoke with some other people mm-hmm. about this. And they were saying that this uh, 
kind of phone number phenomenon. Like it's some something revolutionary. It's really not. But we just don't <laughs> think about it. We don't think about yeah. it. I don't think about it. Meaning like, you know, they said, yeah, we just did a big launch of, you know, Thrive, their, their latest program. And, and they're like, you know, we put a phone number up and people want to talk to a person. And, and a lot of the calls weren't like, hi, I've got 86 questions. A lot <laughs> of the calls were, were exactly what you just said. It's like someone's like, oh, real people. Just want to yeah. see everything's cool. Like, hi. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. so you're saying that you've seen that. That's interesting. Oh, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll, we'll put up our number, and it's like it's funny the number of people that call, and they're like, "Oh, I was, I'm actually surprised you answered." Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, that's a great that's a great tip to take away as well. So, Huge. Brian, uh, as we wrap up here, we covered a lot. Um, we called it six elements, but it was actually like kind of five-ish. <laughs> we don't. We, I, I just throw out random numbers, I and mean, I don't know how many we covered. But we talked about sort of that. Uh, irresistible offer to increase your opt-ins. We talked about that. Um, we talked about proof versus social proof and also some ways of getting it going. Um, we talked about building that credibility actually in a, kind of an interesting way, going a little bit more at the press release route. Talked about a couple tips there. Um, and we talked about, you know, what can you do that takes people from stranger or from product buyers or at that point to raving fan. Um, and we talked about some elements there. So we covered a lot uh, today. I'm looking at our time in, in, this, in this conversation. So thank you. Um, yeah. Where do you want to send people to check out more about you? Do we want to go perfectfunnelsystem.com? Is that the best place to check out? Or where, where are they going? Yeah. What, what can they yeah, Check out perfectfunnelsystem.com, and then you can experience our funnel in action. And you can also uh, check out some free stuff that we have for you there. We've got a free report, free video, and some other cool stuff. All right, cool. So go there, check out uh, perfectfunnelsystem.com. And I think that's great advice too. I do that as well. I'm sneaky like that. Is that sometimes I'll just go in and I want to see what everyone's doing. So, you know, I'm curious. So opt in, check it out, see, what, see what's up. And, uh, yep. and Brian's got some good stuff for you. So Brian, thank you, my man. This has been great. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Thanks for having me on today. And that's it, my friends. Uh, I want to thank Brian for coming on. You can check out all his stuff at perfectfunnelsystem.com. Everything's linked up below in the show notes, as always, on therisetop.com. And if you want to hear about everything from me first and you want exclusive content to help build your online empire, make sure to sign up for the VIP list at therisetop.com slash VIP. And finally, once again, remember, nab those free trials while they're still around. They're not going to be around forever. So therisetop.com slash Carbonite to try out Carbonite Online Backup, the better backup plan. And head over to gotomeeting.com and click the Try It Free button and the promo code RISE, 45 days free on me. All that stuff's in the show notes as well. I will see you next time. I'm a semi-sick David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.